It's been a long day. You glance at the clock as the big hand strikes 10.59pm. You stop to pour yourself a drink. No holding back. Only the strong stuff tonight. The crackling fire illuminates the room in a very comfortable looking sofa. You take a closer glance. And... What? What? What's that? You see three men in bathrobes and slippers. What are you doing here? Alright. Just, uh, here for the pod and that? Yeah, you know, the, the one you listen to after, like, that stressful day you've been having. Yeah, the, the one with the, the three idiots talking about, you know, what they've watched, what they're, what they're going to watch, probably some other stuff too. Am I, am I supposed to say something here, am I? Or? Oh, for fucks. You take a seat, put your feet up, and listen to your favourite podcast. Welcome to 60 Minutes to Midnight. Hello, and welcome to 60 Minutes to Midnight, the podcast where the three-minute men gather to discuss what they've been watching, what they're looking forward to watch, and drinking whiskey, of course. Today, I'm joined by my fellow two Minutemen, mm. who are Minutemen in themselves. You know, don't get confused. They're not two Minutemen. They are just Minutemen, but there are two of them. Um, John, how you doing? Yeah, good, mate. 60 Second Boys makes it uh, a little bit clearer, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Clearer, easier. I'll be a 30 Second yeah. Boy, if I'm honest. Yeah. No. No. Cause... We round you up. We round you up. <laughs> <laughs> That's some serious rounding up, <laughs> Yeah. One minute in heaven is better than no minutes in heaven. True that. Yeah. Um, how are you, Gaz? You all right? Good, mate. How are you doing? I'm all right. Uh, John, you've been on holiday. Mm. Discuss. Yeah, I mean, been? what a crass way to start this podcast, to be honest. But uh, anyway, so uh, yeah, I went to Turkey. Uh, never been there before. Um, mm. Yeah. You know, not having a go. Straddles the line of Asia and Europe. What an interesting mm. concept. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, very confusing for me because you end up in the Middle East, but the reality is they're in the Euros. So they're European, aren't they? That's how it works, right? Mm. Yeah, it's, look, Turkey was nice. Um, you boys will eventually find out that going on holiday with a little one is uh, yeah. somewhat hard work. Um, hard work. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. But look, uh-huh. there were there, there were highs. I think Ella belly laughing at the ocean. Um, that will stick with me for a long time. Um that's good. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, what's so funny, funny about it's that? It's the funniest. She was pissing herself. Honestly, features. it's like she was listening to one of our episodes. Um, yeah, absolutely cracking up. And then she had a little cornetto as well. I don't know if they have cornetto in um, in America. Um, um, describe it quickly. I think they might call it something else. It's an ice cream. There you go. Quickly. Um, <laughs> Fuck it. It's an ice cream. It's an ice cream. Um, yeah. So no, it was good. Um, Lots of uh, are your film of... reviews like that? June, <laughs> it's a it's a movie. Yeah, it's an ice cream. Sand. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> so lot lots of Germans in Turkey. Uh, lots of German TV. Achtung. Uh, I watched lots of. I actually watched an episode of uh, South Park in German. That was a bit mad. Oh yeah. Um, Simpsons as well. American American Dad. Sing the theme tune to South Park in in German, please. I mean, it's exactly the same. So uh, I'll tell you what really confused me. So American Dad was on, and it's like, yeah. you know, after a couple of days of no English 
TV. And it wasn't a smart TV, so I couldn't like hook up my um, phone to like Netflix or whatever. Stupid TV. Which is very, very annoying. But um, it was either that or uh, BBC News or CNN. So that, those were the English channels. Yeah. But American Dad was on. on. The whole time, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, it was the Carl Rittenhouse trial. So I watched a lot of CNN there. We won't talk about that because we don't want to offend anyone. Um, but uh, but that was interesting. But uh, no, so American Dad, that comes on. And the theme tune's like, dun, 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 dun. good morning, USA. I'm like, oh, brilliant. USA. It's going to be in English. Show starts. It's in German. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> Why is the intro no, still in English? Again, for any of Hello. these, <laughs> any of these, um, <laughs> any of these listeners who who are geographically challenged, they don't actually speak German in Turkey. Um, no, this was the, the, why? Well, why was everything in German? Well, I mean, they're, they're hotel guests. No, 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 no. Um, I mean, look, you should know this with uh, your geography powers. They're their, they're their biggest trade partner. Um. There's a massive German community in Turkey. In some ways, they've invaded again, again. Um, but, <laughs> They're getting away with it too. Yeah, so lots of Ger- lots of Germans in the hotel. Um, I I can't tell who is worse as a tourist, Northern English people or Germans. No, I don't care. English people, we're the worst tourists in like in Europe, easily. No, but easily. They were all smoking now. You know, mm, like if if true. you if you're in England, if you're in London, you're a liberal guy like myself. Uh, you don't see people smoking God. in bars, even outside now. It's so rare. No, nope. everyone was smoking in this hotel. It's fucking pissing me off. And I tell you what annoys me even more. Um, you get old people there, and you can hear them like proper coughing away. Like <laughs> I'm like, you're gonna die of COVID, man. And even more so with this fucking smoking. <laughs> give it up. Yeah, give it up. Sack it off. Yeah, slack it off. Sack it off. Um, but yeah, just that annoyed me. Um, but all in all, it was a good holiday. And I'm glad I got out of this country Lovely. before we go into lockdown again. Because obviously, Omnicron is coming for us all. Um, that's, Omnicron. That's yeah. not a Terminator's... Like a, a new Terminator villain. Um, what would be what would be worse, a new Terminator film or Omnicron? <laughs> <laughs> what about both? Here's a here's a thing for you. It's uh, do you know what it reminds me of? And it's RoboCop. It's the it's it's the corporation in RoboCop, Om- Omnicorp. They're well, called, and this is Omnicron. Yeah, so <laughs> it's the same yeah, in a way. Named it's after that, I think. It's the dystopian same. future is here. Yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. No, if you want to hear oh, us so talk about RoboCop, go and listen to our How the Fuck Have You Not Seen That series. Yeah. The original. The original one, that was. Plug. What a plug. Mm. Um, Gareth, I know you're right. I mean, right. we've had a li- we've had a very long story there from John, so we're going to have to speed through your story, <laughs> but he's all right, everyone. You asked me how my holiday was. Fucking hell. Like, I mean, the explanation on the ice cream is very short. Do you know what I mean? You know what it is, Len? He's influenced by all these Germans and he's lost his Englishness because oh. what happens normally when you ask an Englishman, <laughs> how was your holiday? How was your week? The guess is all right. That's it. That's it. That doesn't work for a podcast. That doesn't work for a podcast. No. I mean, how was June? Yeah, it was all right. Anyway, see you later. Anyway, uh, quickly, let's run through our drinks, everybody. Oh, um, so I don't get any story time. That's fine. No, ask him, ask him something. He just had a nappy disaster. Ask him about that. I did. 
Okay, I, I, I'll ask him what his uh, I'll ask him what his whiskey is. What's your whiskey? <laughs> My whiskey. <laughs> My whiskey, as uh, you boys can see, but Ooh. obviously yeah. listeners won't be able to. I bought him that little yeah. bit of a treat there. Is um the Hakushu uh, single malt Japanese and take the whiskey piss, from mate. the <laughs> and from take the, the <laughs> yeah from the Hakushu, Hakushu. distillery. So um, uh, it's beautiful. It, it it's in a nice green bottle. Which is great, and it tells you that it's the the distillery surrounded by forest at the foot of the Pretty southern cool. Japanese Alps. Um, That's why I bought it for him. I presume Nature. that it's distilled by like blind monks or something. Um, yeah, and in fact, if and you spirit creatures, I'm gonna I'm gonna pour a glass now, and you can Lots hear of it. You smashed can hear the sound. You can hear the sound of Japanese monks crying into it. Um, <laughs> and it's lovely. It's uh, as with most good Japanese whiskies. It's um, it's just very clean, very clean and sharp. Um, lovely. Like their blades. Indeed, indeed. Um, so, so yeah, that's the uh, the Hakushu. Which yes, uh, Len bought that for me to celebrate the birth of my daughter. Oh, very nice. So I, yeah, I will really treasure nice. it. John, coming to you next. It's nine. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking. I'm not drinking whiskey. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I've had enough, okay. to be honest. Boring now. I am. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, though. I'll talk more about my holiday. Um, no, so <laughs> go, go and have a cigarette with your German mates. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Seriously, yeah. just go and have a cigarette yeah. with them. It's um, disgusting. Well, I've had some. Uh, I've had some cocaine before this podcast, so I haven't really. <laughs> um, so oh, now I've got a recommendation of a whiskey, though, one that I I do enjoy. So it's from uh, from Glen Morangi or Morangi, um, and it's the the Quinta Reuben. So it's basically a port um, casked whiskey. Lovely, it's beautiful, yeah, Christmassy. Nice. It's really good uh, in winter, as most whiskies are. Um, I am going to buy myself a bottle off this podcast because um, it's only like fifty quid uh, or four thousand Australian dollars. So, um, yeah, I, I recommend that. But right now I am having, I've actually got a whiskey tumbler and ice, but it is orange juice. Yeah. So I felt like I was missing out right. a little okay. bit. Okay. So yeah, nice. Pulp, do that pulp a free bit, or pulp, pulp, it's pulp, pulp in there. Yeah. There's some pulp, pulp in there. Pulp boy. Yeah. Stop saying pulp. <laughs> Pulpy. Pulp. Um, okay. I'm drinking the, this is lovely bookend to the uh situation the whiskey <laughs> that gareth bought me for the birth of my son mm. alfie yeah uh this is a lefroy 12 year uh smoky peaty whiskey that is absolutely delicious uh served with one giant cube of ice so it's perfect i reckon uh, one of my favorite drops in the world yeah i reckon len you ordered his whiskey like it was like six weeks in advance and then it took another six weeks to arrive from japan because obviously those monks, yeah. those lazy monks, are checking yeah. their emails. But uh, no, I reckon have Gaz picked yours up from like a petrol station. Dan Murphy's. <laughs> Dan Murphy's. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My, mine's mine's a very good bottle of whiskey that I got literally you there, like so. the bottleo around the corner from you. <laughs> I mean, it's not Probably. a problem, is it? If I if it, if it comes What's free the second with my cheapest one, but it tastes good. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah, I gave a bit to my car and then put the rest in a bottle for Len. And also, I will just point this out: Len, Len's little Alfie was born a week before my Willow, so I did the whiskey thing first. That was my idea. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Lovely. Thank you for the whiskey. It's delicious. Um, so, as is tradition in this podcast, we are going to talk to our, to each other about basically what we've been watching, what oh, we'd we recommend to? to each other. And I've been watching a lot, so I'm very excited about this. Um, Can we just hear more about John's holiday, please? <laughs> no more about John's holiday. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to say um, a lovely shout out to our Patreons. Uh, who have been absolutely amazing if you've ever been a patreon or you know in the past and you're not anymore that's absolutely fine um we thank you as well thank you so much for everything that you've (laughs) given to us it's enabled us to make loads of great shows i just wanted to shout out a few of our favorite patreons uh because they've been just so amazing and and so supportive of the podcast very (laughs) and uh i just want to shout them out uh because i think that's a lovely thing to do uh, so if you, mm. thank you to Isaac Carty, Michelle, Len, not me, a different Len. Len, you know who you are. Jamie West, Michael Corsi, Diane Auer, Leslie Seibold, Shalini. Shalini. I haven't heard that name in ages. Uh, Laura Beamish, Andrew, Timothy M. Sweet, Randy Reed, Sarah L., Beth Panico. Oh, Beth. Panico at the Discio, yes. Off-White Saviour, Holly White. Richard Carroll and <laughs> Jessica Monero. Thank you so much, guys. Your support has been absolutely fantastic. And if anyone does want to support us on Patreon, um, the, the money goes towards uh, sort of... Uh, Charity. Equipment, hosting costs, um, <laughs> everything that a podcast, you know, there's a lot of operational costs that are involved. Uh, and it enables <laughs> us to come up with new concepts, new show ideas, like 60 Minutes to Midnight. Um, if you do want to sponsor us, uh, it would be hugely appreciated. You can go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical. Um, next year, we're going to be covering a lot of more shows because they're back in natural full time production. But in the meantime, you know, you know, a lot of our, in, you know, a lot of our original own coverage, content. our own concepts, original content has been fantastic and fun, and that will be continuing, especially the ones that's that not have us gone saying down that. very that's well with other listeners. people. That's you saying that, yeah. Um, so thank you very much, everybody. Thank you to those amazing Patreons, um, and yeah, now we can crack on and uh, talk about what we've been watching. I want to start off this week's discussion with something that quite nicely fits in with what has been a global phenomenon over the past month or so, uh, maybe the last two months. Uh, Obviously, we covered Squid Game quite heavily on this podcast. I think we talked about it on three separate podcasts and it had its own spoiler cast. Um, South Korean uh, television and cinema is at an all-time peak at the moment. Like, we talked about it, how they're, you know, shooting for the stars, you know, Oscar winners now. (laughs) That's a new series, is it? streamed show. North Korea don't like that. Stop shooting for the stars. <laughs> Don't stop shooting. Everyone put your guns down. Yeah. Right? No more missiles being launched, please. Um, but basically, they've invested so much into their arts programs that their TV is absolutely phenomenal at the moment. Like, if you thought Squid Game was good, get yourself watching Hellbound, the new South Korean show on Netflix. Because I personally think it's better than Squid Game by quite a distance. Um, I've watched it all and I will happily say right now it's a five bloob show. It is a total five bloob show. Uh, guys, have you heard of Hellbound? Have you heard of this show? I can tell you that the only reason I've, I've heard of it is that when I haven't, when I've gone onto Netflix and haven't started anything, it keeps coming yep. up. The big, the picture with the big monster and the, the yep. kid running. 
Yep. Now, what I will say, John, have you heard about it? Have you heard about Hellbound? Yeah, yeah. Um, just uh, just now when you were talking about it. So <laughs> sounds sounds good. Sounds really good. Bit overrated. Yeah, but I'll tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll wait yeah, for yeah. that part of the show. I t- I, I'll tell you about <laughs> it. Right now, there's one caveat to this, okay? And I'm going to tell you before you go and watch Hellbound, please try and ignore the bad CGI because it, the concept of the show is thus. And Gaz mentioned it already. There's like a monster, right? The concept of the show is thus. And and it throws up loads of great philosophical questions about humanity, which are really interesting. And they dive into it really well in the show. Reminds me of something like The Leftovers, which I love. So here we go. The The concept is that at some time, a couple of decades ago, but now more prominently, Angels are appearing to certain individuals and telling them when they're going to die and that they're going to be sent to hell. Ooh, okay. And a bit annoying that this was only like rumor or hearsay, but now obviously as mobile phones I'm well annoyed and, now. You know, globalization's happened. Uh, people can film these events, okay? So there are starting to become more occasions where these are being filmed. And what happens is these three creatures from hell come brutally murder you and suck the soul out of you, leaving a charred corpse. This is no spoiler. This is like literally on the poster, okay? <laughs> Big poster. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Yeah, huge poster. Yeah, a lot going on. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so basically the show deals with this being a thing. Like, oh my God, like hell is real. Um, you know, who is being sent there? Why are they being sent there? The only thing the message tells them is is very limited. They don't get told why they're being sent there or anything. And it throws up these this whole new society, you know, with religions and cults and other forms of violence, control. And it's just fucking amazing. Like, I, I went into it. I didn't know it was a, a huge hit. And I'll talk, I'll talk to you about it in a minute, how huge a hit it is, because this is on track to maybe overtake Squid Game at the moment. Um, it's up there. Uh, it's getting maximum reviews from everything that I've read about it. Guardian. <laughs> I give tomatoes. it maximum I, review. Maximum <laughs> review. Um, and basically, yeah, once you get past the CGI, which is ropey, because obviously like it, it doesn't have an amazing budget at the time. Uh, this show is just fucking amazing. And I need you all to go and watch it now. Please stop what you're doing. Go watch Hellbound. Oh, um, <laughs> I'm very excited by it. I'm very excited by it. Um, and I Sounds really good. want you to watch it. I want six, six episodes. So it's only mm. six episodes, I think. And they're about an hour long each. So you can get through it quite quickly. About six hours. Uh, so it's similar sort of length to about six hours. Um, I do like the sound of that. But yeah. Sounds like, good. Mm. Um, it, it's it's great. Hey, can I? It is great. Can I offer a, a teeny bit of um, of insight into the the Korean yep. the arts revival? Although it's been it's been ongoing for a while since like the nineties, but um, that it's it is a very deliberate thing. They um, uh, essentially the government. Yeah, the government Almost were it. annoyed that, or they they were worried that their culture was being basically dominated by Japanese pop culture. Um, there wasn't yeah, enough we. representation of, of what um, what it was to be a South Korean. <laughs> Sandwiched between China and Japan, pretty major um, arts producers. So they went, all right, let's, 
let's pump shitloads of money into this and it's been a been such a massive success it's in, it's insane it's been a massive success i mean if you think and i know this is a, a random thing to throw into a podcast but gangnam style right and that, now this is <laughs> that's probably the first global hit say that. Sort that, of. that that south korea had but then since then k-pop and just k-pop genre everything tv whatever is just huge you know so i, I and to be honest with you i absolutely love the style of directing hey, with um, sexy lady. Squid Game Woo. <laughs> and this Hellbound is phenomenal. Like, d- d- <laughs> um, he's not in it, is he? John is, John is dancing <laughs> in the background. I'll tell you something about Gangnam. Is he style. one of the three creatures? Um, no, 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 no. Sai si- si actually, uh, Sai si actually received the decree, and he's being sent to hell. So that's okay. the downside. So, you know. They're going to beat him the shit out of him and uh, send him to hell. But no, please do watch Hellbound. I, you know, if you guys can watch it anytime soon, maybe we'll do a spoiler cast on it or something because I do think it's going to be huge. It's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes at the moment. Um, it's definitely so on there, is it? Make of that what you will. Yeah, of course it is. No, because you said it's 100% me, this... on Rotten Tomatoes as opposed <laughs> yeah, to no, the score it's, it's definitely on. on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's definitely on there. 100% it? it's on there. <laughs> definitely on there uh, no it's 100 percent on there and it's got maximum so whatever. maximum reviews, maximum reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, good that yeah. um all right enough about hellbound but seriously um I-, I wish one of you had seen it so we could talk about it a bit more but you-, you there's the general pitch um and just trust me ignore the cgi and go watch it uh once you get over that you'll be like fuck me this is brilliant Okay. Hmm. Um, next nice. on the list to discuss what they've been watching is John. Mm. John. Hello. All right. Um, talking of global phenomenons, um, obviously the beginning of last year, we all go into lockdown. Everyone's COVID. miserable. Are you going to talk about COVID? Just going to talk about COVID. Yeah, that's phenomenon. making a comeback. Yeah. Omnicron. <laughs> Season two. Um, Season two. Yeah. Oh, I don't like this. I'm not giving this maximum reviews. I've seen this before. Um, so, <laughs> <Maximum>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, I've just imagined that like being edited minimum in this review, po- <laughs> <laughs> medium review. Yeah, fucking hell, what a bizarre s- scoring system that would be. <laughs> I think we get rid of blueberries. Get rid of them. Set off the blueberries. Get rid of blueberries. <laughs> yeah, this is much better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> maximum reviews all round. Well, obviously, it's a maximum review. Um, right, so I'll tell you what was getting maximum reviews from everyone uh, at the beginning of 2020. Go on. Uh, it was Tiger King. So there's been this big thing wow. about... Yeah, well, yeah. Um, just pause, just pause for, for thought there. Um, yeah, good. Tigers and that. Um, I'm assuming everyone here has seen it and, and loved it. Um, Should we put a uh, spoiler clause in here? <clears throat> oh, yeah. That's good, that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I won't reveal that's anything about season one just in case no one's seen it, but it's great. Yeah. Like Tony the Tiger. <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I'm going to have to stripe that from my memory. Stripe that from my memory. Stripe that from my memory. Yeah. yeah. I genuinely just heard him say, I'm going to strike that from my memory. And I was like, what sort of a pun is that? <laughs> um, I mean, stripe's not much better, to be honest. But 
anyway, so Tiger King season one, everyone loved it. It went a bit mental. I saw it and I'm not lying. Oh, there he is. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, you're a liger. Um, so anyway, it's the same, and it? It's the same. But uh, same season two's just come out. Um, and I use, I use uh, season two very loosely because obviously the star isn't in it and the story is basically over. Um, yeah. And I think there are a lot of people that had this kind of concern about making a murder of season two, where it was kind of like, where does the story go? And actually, even though making a murder of season two wasn't as good as the first season, um, it at least had some new characters. And obviously that lawyer... The female Zel- lawyer. Zelna. Z- what was her name? Yeah, C- Kathleen Zelna. Kathleen Zelna. Zelna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, she makes that series. She's quality. Um, have you seen any of Tiger King season two yet? Is she in it? Yeah, I saw, I binged it. Yeah, Kathleen Zelna. I binged it, John. I binged, I binged it in one day. Um, what did I think of it? It's, it's, you know, it's kind of, they need they they're all over the place with it because, like you said, Joe jo Exotic is in in prison and 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 they they kind of have this weird video call interview with him that sort of feels like it was probably only a ten minute interview, but they somehow spread it across yeah. six six episodes. Um, but then they focus on all these other characters who obviously became famous from Tiger King or were associated with Joe Exotic, and um, you know the, the biggest takeaway I had from from watching it was the. I mean, number number one, my thought was um, just think about how amazing it is that they they had this story and these characters, uh, and they are characters in a way uh, for this documentary because that is the gold. You know, having the interesting subject matter is the gold. And I did come away from season two thinking there's still some fucking crazy, crazy people involved <laughs> with these big cats and these zoos. I mean. That guy, John, who's just basically bipolar and is just constantly swearing all the time, and get, he owns that. his own park. You know the one. You know, the, you know what I mean. Mm. I can't remember his name, but he's like a Joe Exotic, but a crazier one who has like he like lit. And it sounds terrible. Like he literally kills the animals at one point and stuff like that. It's just disgusting. And the big, the biggest problem for me is that it didn't. It should have focused more on the fucking animals. Like, oh, that doesn't happen, like, is it? They. they I'm giving it no no reviews. <laughs> that's really bad. That's, minimum review. No, that's worse than minimum. Um, no, but like it should have focused more on the animal wel- animal welfare because unfortunately the animals are kind of a side character again. Um, where it's got to the point where Joe Exotic was obviously. Well, they don't have a lot to say. To <laughs> no, be but the fact that these fucking creatures are just just treated in the most disgusting way and yes they do get peter involved in the show but i was kind of like i felt <laughs> like they doing scrambled <laughs> i felt like they genuinely scrambled to make this season hence it being only six episodes or something hence it having that like i said that really weird interview with joe exotic hence also i feel like there's some stuff from season one that they've just whacked into a season two like they've had on the cutting room floor having not seen it 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 just it feels very much like a money grab like, oh 100 percent. And, yeah. and 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 if you watch like the first uh i think the first five minutes of episode one the whole thing is talking about how season one was this global like hit um and it kind of just feels like it doesn't even feel like tiger king season two if anything they should have called it something else because it, it it doesn't continue that season one story. That's kind of 
that, that that's that's within itself that story like um i don't think they needed to make this series and uh yeah honestly like i don't really care about the people that they're talking about this obsession about carol baskin's husband that you know oh he's dead he's missing right or well, maybe he's not dead actually i don't care you know it's he's a dullard and carol is as well to be honest like jesus you know, she might not have hey, killed her husband, cool but fucking hell, she is a dullard. Just move along, honestly. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, he's he might be alive, he might be dead. He's a nonce as well. It's like, fucking hell, what's going on here? Can we go back to the Tigers, please? Uh, I think the biggest problem that they had is is Tiger King season two, and, and it all comes down to Donald Trump, this, because... He could have, and there was a big rumour going around at the time that Donald Trump was going to pardon Joe Exotic to the point where, you know, it was huge news um, that that could happen because obviously when presidents leave, they do pardon a lot of people and and Joe Exotic is someone under the Trump ilk, as it were. Um, Never happened. Now, if that did happen, obviously season two could have been fucking fascinating. Yeah. Trump's so selfish, isn't he? Ruining their series. I'm glad yeah, it's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it didn't happen. And I kind of feel like the documentary was re- like, obviously, if you're the producers of the documentary, you are praying for uh, a release or a pardon or whatever, because, the you know, the character in there is just so amazing. And to have him released back into the wild, you know. No. Oh. Uh, yeah, like that. <laughs> is uh would be a very tantalizing thought for them can you imagine though if he came out like naked out of the prison yeah. and just was like galloping around on all yeah. fours it'd been beautiful wouldn't it <laughs> that's that's the opening that's the end shot that's the end shot just into the sunset <laughs> from behind or something yeah, it's him yeah galloping, always with you, you know, isn't it weird yeah. why why do you have to specify yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was a beautiful just, image and then you've the soured it yeah minimum review for you <laughs> um no but john i agree with you like what would you give out of bloobs to be interested not minimum maximum medium um, what would you give out of bloobs? well i mean it's easy to do that uh i, I don't know two i i'm just it's right yeah, it's just I think that's it's fair. just pointless it just feels like I'm kind of watching it because I feel like I should. A bit like Star Wars, to be honest. It's like, you know, I know it's awful, but fuck it. Might as well stay here. I'm not going to walk out just yet. Um, Because I know there's going to be some gold to take the piss out of and wind you up. So that's why I stay. Um, But uh, yeah, two out of five, I'd say. All right, throwing it to Gareth, um, who's not coming to us with anything this week he's coming to us with an idea i believe you say coming without anything i'm coming coming with socialism than <laughs> than the usual i'm coming to you with a whole whole genre whole sub genre so yeah 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 um i'm gonna talk you've talked about this before with wolf boy haven't you or something <laughs> i am Wolfman or something what are you talking about your, your favourite YouTuber, Wolfboy, or whatever he's called, or Wolf, Wolf something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Um, eye, eye patch Wolf. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. So I was close. Well, Wolfboy's pretty close. He's not as good. Um, <laughs> but now I'm going to talk to you about a, uh, a new sub-genre called um, analogue horror. 
And no, it's not scary stories about clocks. <laughs> God. Um, so I have been, I've been spending a bit of time on this, uh, on this, this website called YouTube. Oh yeah, heard of it? Yeah, yeah. We'll be, we'll, be, we'll put the link after so people can can have a look at the YouTubes. Go and support them. Support, <laughs> support them. Um, yeah. So, analog horror. It's not exclusive to YouTube, but it, YouTube is a place where it flourishes. It's um, it's a type of horror that doesn't exist in film and TV. And and I think, yeah, we've spoken about this before. Film and TV horror often struggles to really create that sense of fear, like a, a real sense of fear. There are exceptions and there are some brilliant directors making truly horror-filled movies, but often it relies on like jump scares and stuff. And and that's 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 not what I want from horror. I want something that fills me with, you know, some sort of dread or like just unease and <laughs> disturbs me a little bit. That's what I want from horror. And so analog horror, it's, it's kind of YouTube's perfect because it, it's not bound by like a traditional narrative structure, right? So it what it does is it kind of uses um, like analog types of media like, uh, like TV broadcast style or like old VHS tape sort of stuff. And often like usually they start quite innocently so it would be like a a company um video that sort of introduces new new staff to the company or something and then it just yep. kind of turns really creepy yep um yep it gets some of it gets really dark so i wanted to yep. what i thought i'd do <laughs> is is just sort of bring a couple of options to the table right so there's this 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 one called Local 58, and anybody that's heard of analog horror will have heard of Local 58. It's probably the first sort of video series to use the term, and I'm going to stay deliberately vague with all of these because the the beauty is in discovering them for yourself. So these are completely spoiler free, but I will tell you. So Local 58 starts off as like a it looks like it's an old cable channel from sort of the 70s or 80s um in the US and it's like an emergency broadcast from them and it gets fucking weird and so there's 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 a lot of videos and you kind of it turns into a big this big thing about the moon it's terrifying it is absolutely terrifying but i don't want to say anything else because it's 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 literally it's in the it's, yeah, yeah. it's in the getting sucked in and, and <clears throat> watching it that, that it what? really works. The, well, that the, um... it, does it? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I'll have um, a look at that now. <laughs> oh, my day, local 58. On, what's that website again? The YouTube.com, <laughs> local 58, the YouTube. .co.uk, is it? <laughs> 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 okay, so I am going to watch that. Not now, obviously, because it would be fairly disruptive to the podcast. But how long is it? The moon one. So this is this is the other thing. This is this is the other thing is that a lot of them are long because some of them have been going for years, and because it's not mm. necessarily bound to a narrative structure, although some of them are, because it isn't, there is like they can keep going for a long time. So all yep. in all, you've got a lot of them will have videos that are sort of five to fifteen minutes long, which is great. 
and within that you'll you'll have some disturbing imagery and stuff that really really freaks you out but you're going to need to invest a few hours if you want to kind of get a story out of it the other one i wanted to talk about yeah um, i've got two more i'm going to talk about um the walton files this is actually this is the first one that i watched and it starts off as like an employee training video um to to introduce a new technician to a company called Bonds Burgers, which is a restaurant that uses um, like animatronic animals as kids' entertainment. <sighs> I've watched Five it. Nights at Freddy's. I've watched it, guys. It's exactly like <laughs> Five Nights at Freddy. Have you watched it? Yeah. Because uh, there's another uh, YouTuber. So sorry. Yeah, just to just to take away the the realms of this, I actually am familiar with the YouTube. I have watched it before. Um, and there's a, <laughs> there's a YouTube creator called Nexpo, and right. Nexpo Stop spoiling this. Sorry, but no, no, I'm not. I'm not going to say anything. He's coming up. Oh, he's coming hear up. Ella screaming in the background. That's terrifying as well, to be honest. Oh, um, analog horror. But he analog does a whole horror. thing analyzing the Walton files. So carry yeah. on. What are the Walton files? It's called. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm going to come to Nexpo in a second. Um, oh, but very good. Uh, but yeah. It's, next in a way but, look i mean it's 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 kind of restricted by <laughs> um, it's restricted by by some limitations and and you have yeah. to take well, a it's bit pretty of small a, isn't it pretty small if you're watching the youtube john's song. holding up his penis at the moment the te- um, <laughs> <laughs> zing. um yeah. maximum, maximum review, review. <laughs> yeah. no maximum so <laughs> Is it? Is that? Is it? It's disappointing. Yeah. Um, Maximus. But yeah, the Walton Files. You need to suspend disbelief a little bit. Um, uh, but oh my word, just some terrifying moments. The next one is one of the scariest things I've ever seen in my life, and I, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to oversell it. Now that I've said that, but it's very lame. It's of the you. sort of thing. It's the sort of thing that some people could watch this and be like. This is rubbish. Like I don't understand why this is scary, but it it, it again it sucked me in. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> so write this one down. Um, up. The Mandela Catalog. It's called. Uh, not after Nelson. Um, it's named say. after Winnie. So uh, no, yeah. So jokes on you. <laughs> uh, so this one's this one's kind of harder to explain, but it's like a series of videos that use different types of media so we've got like some grainy home video footage um sometimes it's like informative videotapes like corporate style videotapes but it's all about it's all about these these things these beings called alternates which look like humans to sort of varying degrees so some of them look exactly like humans some of them look like the most terrifying version of humans that you could imagine. Um, crab people. Th- there is like nightmare. <laughs> Sorry? Crab people. Crab look like crabs. Crab like crab people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it's terrifying. There are some nightmarish, nightmarish moments in, in this. Is properly haunting. So what I was going to say is... You can you can jump in and kind of experience them yourself, but it is a bit tricky. It can be a bit bamboozling because, like I say, it's not necessarily linear. Um, it can be hard to know which video to watch first and and which way to go. So, 
I was going to mention a couple of YouTubers that do discuss them. There is Nexpo, as, as John mentioned. And his What Are the Walton Files is what got me into it. Um, he's, he's good. He's, I mean, he's really popular, but his voice is so fucking annoying. And reckon- he does this thing as well. Mate, he does this, right? He goes, I've written down, this is a literal quote from him. A tragedy that nobody saw coming in their lives. <laughs> it's like mate stop Pauses. that sentence like four yeah. sentences ago what are you doing um is yeah. he canadian he, I, can't, I can't remember oh uh, mate I, I i i think he's american but with i don't know he, he's he got an interesting accent and just there are just certain phrases where i'm like i'm not sure that you're english no, next pose, no he's it's good problem. leave him alone his his video production way better than us is excellent top quality stuff yeah i just find his voice a little bit grating with the horror stuff it takes me out somebody else who i think is worth checking out is wendigoon so spelled like wendigo the uh that but he's an arsenal fan as well he's a wendigo arsenal fan no he's yeah, another excuse, american yeah. um <laughs> wendigoon um, he doesn't do he doesn't do as much of the um uh, the nightmarish dark video production that that Nexpo does, but what he does is he looks a bit like a like a, a young Jon Snow, um, and he keeps <laughs> it light. He keeps it light. He sort of just chats to you about mm. it and talks you through it. Yeah, so I, I think that those are good introductory ways of yeah nice. of, of getting into analog horror, which I think is just it's a it's a burgeoning subgenre that needs a bit of support because it's fantastic and. The more people yeah, that watch I, it, the um, better stuff will come from it. I'll, I'll throw one more in the ring there, and and it, it, Neil Blomkamp has been doing some uh, some interesting um, short films with his studio, Oat Studio. So Neil Blomkamp from District Nine, um, he's had a very interesting career. Um, and if you haven't Prawns. checked out Oat Studio, it's now it's now on Netflix, um, and they're basically short films that he's made, and some of them are really high budget science fiction, dystopian future, fucked up films. Uh, but he actually does these skits, which are analog horror. One of them is a cooking show, and it's really bizarre. Um, it's like an 80s cooking show where they're showing these new things. That, you know, I don't want to spoil it once again. It's, it's analog horror. It's, um, it, 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 it's just disturbing. Um, so that's another one to check out, Oat Studio. Um, and, and Neil Blomkamp obviously has some money behind him, so some of the stuff is really good. Um uh, so check out that. I, I like it, guys. I like a bit of analog horror. It's, I haven't seen the um, the Walkman ones or whatever, yeah. so I'll, I'll definitely check that out. Check out. Um, but yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen these cooking show ones, watch them because they're kind of gross. Um, yeah, mm. fucked up. And YouTube.com, um, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> the YouTube.com. Well, I mean, interestingly enough, um, just on on YouTube, I'm glad that you know. I mean, it seems like all you're doing is shouting out YouTube, guys. To be honest, every week, but. Um, I'm glad that there is someone else out there that watches YouTube as much as me because, I mean, it's a gold mine of, of content and some of it, like the original oh, creators yeah. on there, phenomenal. Um, so, yeah, so good on you. Hopefully you're a premium YouTube member like myself. Yeah, I don't have to pay oh, for it. He isn't. Cho- He's a cheap no, I genuinely am. He's not. I choose to pay for YouTube. Yeah, but he he puts he he doesn't even buy premium Spotify, this boy. He, he lets his ads run on his Spotify. No, that's it's so well, it's absolutely fine. No, that's no problem. That is disgusting. But no, but I, pay, I pay for YouTube, even though it's free. I pay to be a premium member, 
So if you're a Patreon, you know, <laughs> you go on there. I know these podcasts are free, but we do like the money. So, you know, I, I give money away for free as well. So you should. Ah, yes. Yeah? As do I. Mm. Um, I want to talk about uh, one more thing before we come on to what we're looking forward to watching and reviewing in the podcast. But I wanted to talk about a show which has actually just completely just blown my mind uh, oh, in the last couple of days. <laughs> uh, yeah, I can't even speak. Um, have you guys heard of the video game League of Legends? Yes. Right? You Yeah. So huge video game. I've never been into League of Legends. It's obviously a massive game um, that has had almost a decade. It's like World of Warcraft. It's huge. It's one of the biggest esports in the world. Um, has loads of lore, history, it's characters. Yeah. <laughs> it's huge. Yeah. I've never, never had an interest in that game in my life. Um, even though it's and big. I'm a huge gamer. Even though it's big. Um, How big? There's a show... <laughs> massive <laughs> review maximum review massive um, <laughs> review jesus uh, christ <laughs> that's a new that's a nine out of ten <laughs> a nine out of ten is massive review yeah. and a ten out of ten is maximum review maximum. okay um there's a show that's just dropped on netflix called arcane uh it's called a league of legends story and thought, is it called arcane or is it called a league of legends <laughs> it's called arcane arcane semicolon a league of legends story um fuck me this show is just the the animation is the best is, animation you've ever seen he's ever seen all day the, the style <laughs> nah nah the, the style boys you need to what you need to watch this show the style of the animation is kind of like into the spider-verse mixed with um uh, it's just a bit cleaner like less comic booky it's it's 3d characters with 2d shading <laughs> um yeah. and it's it's That's it's 5D. impeccable <laughs> It was mad. They were running around my front room. I couldn't believe it. What a show. <laughs> but, but, but seriously, this show is special, guys. This this show is really, really special. And it's obviously set in a, 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 a city within the League of Legends world. And characters, are, and I'm probably butchering this, you know, people who love League of Legends who might listen to this go, there's loads of famous characters in there. I don't know. I don't know anything about these characters. <laughs> But you care so much about these characters in the show. Um, the writing is amazing. The animation is amazing. The music is unbelievable. Um, and and the whole story and the world in which it lives. And I, I've never been interested in this game. I'm now interested in this world. Um, it's arcane. It's on Netflix. Please check it out. And you, you listened to me with Castlevania, Gareth, and you ended up saying, well, actually, yeah, that was fucking good. It was good. Um, Watch this arcane thing, and it's 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 not as like dark as uh, Castlevania, but the themes in it are pretty heavy, uh, like revolution, f- warring factions, um, poverty, socialism, blah 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 blah, all this sort of stuff. But it's really good. Like, and, and I finished it today. And I didn't think I'd be able to finish it before we podcasted, but I binged the last four episodes this afternoon because it was so good. It's just right. amazing. If, um, That's arcane. If you had League to recommend story. one of the shows that you brought to the table today, which one would it be? Oh, it's difficult. See, for John, I would recommend Hellbound because I don't think Arcane's going to do do him any favours. I, I don't think it's his <laughs> thing, but, I, you know, that's just, you know. Yeah. Uh, for you, favors. Gareth, I would say 
I would say you'd also like Hellbound, but I know that you're more open to animated shows. So I would say definitely uh, Arcane as well as Hellbound. Watch both, please, Gary. You, you sold Hellbound to me more. I'm more interested in Hellbound. Yeah, no, honestly, and I was more interested in Hellbound. And then I saw loads of reviews for Arcane, which is also getting maximum reviews. Maximum and it reviews. genuinely is. Uh, um, it's 100% on Rotten Tomatoes at the moment. And it's got maximum reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's on um, there, actually. Uh, but it's, get, it's, it's, it's... He said it was 100% on it. <laughs> but genuinely, uh, I, I was the same. I was like, wow, I don't think I'm going to have anything else to talk about other than Hellbound. And then I ended up binging Arcane. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is a completely different show but it's yeah just, just amazing so definitely check it it's out it's a different show um <laughs> i thought it was just gonna be the same show of a different name what's going on here i'm confused this is all new um out of interest so how have you ended up watching arcane if you've like not had anything to do with league of legends um the same uh so basically i i I know this show was very well hyped because a lot of websites that I go on uh, were like obviously video game websites and they were like the League of Legends show is coming out soon. And I was like, okay, I don't have, I have zero interest in that. <laughs> and then I kept going back on the websites in the last few days <laughs> and the show's been out for about yeah. a week now. And every single one was like, if you, even if you don't know anything about League of Legends, watch this show. If you like animated stuff, and you appreciate like um, design and just character <laughs> development and world building, check out this show. Then I listened to another podcast and they what? were like, guys, stop what you're doing. Yeah, sorry, guys. And they were like, go watch Arcane. And it's like, you know, okay. Homer Simpson when he drives past all the billboards. He drives past all the billboards and he sees one for um, cl- Clown School, Krusty's Clown School. And he's like, he gets everything else every other billboard. And he's like, I'm not doing the clown school one though. And then he's at work and there's just clowns dancing around. It's like that with me. I was like, Arcane was just every time I was flicking through something. There were people rolling around being Arcane characters. Doing magic. Actually, they were on fire. Yeah, exactly. So that's why, John. That's why. And then I watched it and was blown away. If you had to. If you had to pick. Yeah, uh, out of Castlevania or Arcane, because obviously back then you were like uh, uh, Castlevania is the yeah, best animated thing I've ever seen ever, and then you switch nah, it to nah. video game. Yeah, so go on then. Yeah, Ca- Castlevania because I know Castlevania, so I've got like a <laughs> um, an attachment to it as a video game, and I know the law. But also Castlevania had four <laughs> seasons, law, right? so it's had much longer time. It's had a much longer time to develop characters. And, you know, as Gareth will attest to, the end of Castlevania is pretty special. And that last season is pretty amazing. So um, I, I will Luke not go Skywalker against Castlevania ever. So good. So good. Yeah. yeah. Last episode. <laughs> um, okay. When we come back, we're going to jump into uh, what we're looking forward to and what we're going to review here on the Fan Critical Podcast. All right, guys, uh, coming up next week is a pretty big film. And look, I feel like, <laughs> and I know you're sick of it. size with you. You're sick of it's it. Biggest, hugest, massive yeah, film I've seen. But seriously, I know we're bored of it. Marvel, let's just get it out of the way. We're talking about it a lot. We just did Eternals. And John, by the way, 
we didn't really love Eternals. So when you do get round to watching it, which will probably never happen. No. Um, well, I've, look, I've listened to your review, think. so I know what happens. Yeah. Um, okay, good. So no point. No point. Um, but we did say in that podcast just to say, that... Just to say. You go on. Um, to any listeners, if there are any, um, John has listened without watching the film, so you can do the same. It was a good listen, wasn't it, A lot it, of people do, Gareth. Yeah. It was a very good podcast. Um I uh, there was one bit where you were having a go at Justice League again, which annoyed me because yeah, you know the so. new Justice League was very good. That was Gaz, it was very good. Yeah, but that's what oh, I said. Be, I defended can't it. Can't be asked for that. Gaz had a go at no, it. Minimum it. reviews. Um, but what, what? <laughs> Maximum but, reviews. Uh, a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people listen to the podcast um, without watching the film because it informs them of their decision if they will go and watch the film. Um, and we <laughs> said with Eternals, one of the thing, one of the things we said was, look, if you're just a casual marvel fan skip this one just skip it completely don't worry about it like um <laughs> not that there's some you know it's just it's just not enjoyable like however we did say save yourself for the for this following one which is spider-man no way home and i think one of the shining lights in the marvel franchise over the last um four or five years has been the spider-man films and the spider-man character played by tom holland um and if you're thinking, why am I interested in a Spider-Man film now? Well, this Spider-Man film is very, very, very special because it is multiverse Spider-Man. We're going to see a sort of Sinister Six formed with returning uh, Doc Ock, uh, Willem <laughs> Dafoe's Green Goblin, Jamie Foxx's Electro. Uh, the terrible, terrible Sandman from Spider-Man 3 is somehow coming back. Lizard from Amazing Spider-Man. Uh, and we're also seeing the return of, and they haven't confirmed it yet, and they've denied it for years, but it's definitely going to happen. Uh, Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield, alongside Tom Holland, Spider-Man. This, to me, feels like a very special film in the making um, because people like those Spider-Men films. Like, okay, Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man, maybe not Spider-Man. so much, but yeah. um, Spider-Man. <laughs> Uh, but Tobey Maguire, there's so much affection for Spider-Man 2 out there. Like Some people still think it's one of the best superhero films of all time. I think they're wrong. I think it's very good. But uh, This one, surely, guys, is one you're excited to see. Yeah, but this, this we has know all too the, much all about it already. Like, honestly, like, fucking hell. I feel like I've already seen the film. Like, I mean, what are they going to do? Like, If they kill Tom Holland off, brilliant. I'd be like, oh, okay, wasn't expecting it. There but it's like, what's the fucking point? What's the point? And again, I'll, I'll say this. Tom Holland, very good spider boy. Very good spider boy. But <laughs> the, the, but, the, but his films, I've not enjoyed them. I, I, I find them, yeah, I find them okay. They're, they're right. You know, they're fine. But I've not been like, oh, brilliant, really good. Um, if anything probably enjoyed Amazing Spider-Man more than any of the Tom Holland ones, to be honest. I think Andrew Garfield's been absolutely fucked With over. With Blizzard. Um, yeah, he has been fucked over. You, he was quite a good Peter for, Parker. for anybody who doesn't know, why why did yeah. Andrew Garfield get fucked over? Because he, he was very good as Spider-Man. He was ah. good. He was good. Well, I think when, when Spider-Man was going to be introduced to the Avengers, which is a very complicated issue because... Sony Pictures has the rights to Spider-Man, but they then lent them to Marvel so that Marvel could get Spider-Man into the Avengers in time for Endgame. And now they've got the rights for 
for a bit longer. Um, Andrew Garfield was busy, as far as I understand, and, and wasn't <laughs> available to just be a bit part a busy, in, civil, right? in Civil War. Yeah, and busy, then, mate. yeah. Mm. And he was done with the character, to be honest with you. Um, I think, it, but it's, yeah, it, like well, he was a good. It's it's a different Peter version Parker. of Spider-Man, isn't it? But also, I think the Amazing Spider-Man Two didn't do very well, or at least didn't do anywhere near the money that they wanted it to. So it's considered a flop. So if you're if you're the MCU, you're not turning around going, look, you know that film that just bombed out. Let's have that guy. Definitely not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I I like all three of them. I even like Tobey Maguire. I'm excited to see. Do you know what I'm excited to see? Because Doctor Strange is in this as well, and he's actually playing a huge role in the MCU going forward in terms of the multiverse, because we've got the multiverse of madness coming out uh, next year with Scarlet Witch and him in that, which is going to be a bit crazy. Um, And I'm just excited to see, and I like the dynamic between Doctor Strange and Peter Parker, because Peter Parker lost Tony Stark, spoiler warning. Um, So the closest other relationship he has is probably with Doctor Strange now because of their sort of screen time together in Endgame and stuff. And the fact that they're both in New York, um, you know, it, it makes sense. So I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to see this film because I, I think the one thing about Tom Holland's Spider-Man is he is so much fun like as a character, like his, his general awkwardness, but then humor and one-liners is, is really infectious it's really it's really fun and and humorous and i can't wait to sort of go into a film where I'm, like eternals it was a bit of a slog wasn't it gareth we're there like so you know you've got the fucking giant things which make the universe but like it's too much so there's too much going on here i want to put my brain at the door yeah. and just watch fucking <laughs> spider-man you know what i mean whose I mean- brain's this yeah <laughs> <laughs> someone's left their fucking brain here <laughs> He must be watching Eternals. What an idiot. It's, <laughs> I think, yeah, I mean, it, it was a slog. But but you've said there's too much going on in Eternals. I mean, you just listed about 12 movies worth of things happening in this Spider-Man. Yeah, but it's not like... Yeah, I no, but it's Spider-Man, isn't it? I, I'm excited for Yay. it. Yay. Uh, I would much prefer it if it was, if the trailer was just two minutes of um, Tom Holland and, and Cumberbatch having a chat about the potential of the multiverse <laughs> and then that's yeah. it like, what, we don't need to know that everyone's coming back don't like, what that's a good can, trailer. We, can we not that's just a good, that's an interesting trailer can we not yeah like can we just go back to that please yeah, lovely trailer. not i've seen the film already like you've already like honestly unless they turn around and went everything you've seen in the trailer is in the first 10 minutes then i'd be like fucking hell what's going on in this film um a bit <laughs> like what they did with, with me they did that with endgame didn't they where it was like everything you saw in the trailer, they said is like the first 20 minutes of the film or whatever it was. So at least you're like, okay, cool. But we know that's not the case with this. You're right. You're right. They they do give away too much these days. And it was a huge, this is a problem. Like there's so much social media, people filming, you know, secretly on sets and stuff. And there was a huge (laughs) rumor going around about a year ago that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were coming back for this film. Um, and they literally have done about three or four interviews each where they're like, we're not in this film, guys. Just fucking leave it. We're not in the film. Turns out they pretty much are going to be in the film. So they did try their best to cover it up. And I think Marvel just knew that the it, it was leaked and they just have to sort of do a bit of fan service. Um, but look, we're going to be reviewing it. So don't worry, guys. It's going to be reviewed here. Uh, John will hopefully see this one. 
Oh, look, and def- be on definitely. The Marvel, Cuz he's always on the Marvel podcast. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, let's do it. Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Why not? Um well, that's Spider-Man No Way Home. Um and you know, what are we thinking about? Is there a way? What are we thinking about the Matrix? Oh, genuinely, really excited for that film. Um, <laughs> the, the Matrix is out Boxing Day, right? So the twenty sixth of December. <laughs> um, I'm sure we'll do a review of that. I, 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 I think. <laughs> I think. Ju- judging from the uh, <laughs> Boxing Day, when is that? Fourth of January. Carry the one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the the premise of that is fascinating to me because all the returning cast, pretty much, but some of them recast, uh, like Morpheus, for example. Uh, but then also the idea that the mate. If you watch that trailer, and if you haven't seen the trailer for Matrix, uh, the new Matrix, um, it's only one of the Wachowski sisters now um, doing doing the the film. But the the fact that even pokes fun at the original Matrix in a sort of in-universe way. Like, at one point, I think they're watching The Matrix in this trailer. Like, I'm really confused by it. So, fascinated by that. And Keanu is hot property Keanu. right now. And yeah. if if they if they get some of his John Wick martial arts in there and a bit less of the fantastical elements and they go for a bit more hard martial arts, man, I'm so in on that film. Like, I'm really excited. So, that's what I'm thinking Why? about that, John. <clears throat> Why is he John Wick in this film? Like, can, I mean, can we? Because because it's done why? so well. Like, it's it's fucking. No, hold on. He is. He's just. Don't, no, just cut. Don't you the want hair. him to do the? Don't, don't you want him to do the crazy martial arts though? The the, yeah. the non. I mean, he will do him anyway. Stuff. He always did, but. Um, I want him to do a bit of a mixture, uh, but I I, I yeah, mixed got silly. Make... <laughs> it's very popular. Very popular. <laughs> the original Matrix is a, is an absolute revolutionary film for no, what no, it did. No, no, no. It was just called it, the Matrix. Know, just the way it that made... was the third one, Revolutions. Yeah, the sorry. third. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second and third Matrix films are terrible. No, I don't think they're terrible. Reloaded. Reloaded and Revolutions. Oh, fuck me. And they really ruined. At the time when I was a kid, I thought they were all right, but now I've watched them again and I'm just like, what were they doing? And. The, the the original Matrix, it, that does still hold up. It's actually an amazing film, and it's it's so like it takes you back to nineteen ninety nine or two thousand. Definitely, it, but, it, but it's like it's 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 a great movie to watch now. Brilliant Mate, movie. The Matrix film literally is a philosophical question. It, you know, it helped people with the with the Matrix theory that we're living in the Matrix now, whatever the fuck people believe, is a fascinating discussion. And we can't fit it in this podcast. But man, that film is amazing. So uh, I'm really excited. Like, you know, and as I said, Keanu is awesome. So whatever. <laughs> Thank you. Um, thanks okay. for that, John. That was a little, little bonus there. Um, bonus for you listeners uh, for free. Pay so us go, Please now. go to patreon.com forward slash... Fan critical. Uh, when we come back, we're gonna you're gonna hear a jingle, and you know we're gonna do the overrated, underrated thing. It's coming up now. Hey, have you seen Ghostbusters two? Do you think it's underrated? Hey, have you seen uh, Ghostbusters two? Do you think it's overrated? That's the segment here for you now. It's underrated, overrated, yeah. All right, guys. This week it is the turn of Gareth. 
He has come. He's well. No, sorry. He is coming to us. Oh, <laughs> touchy. <Jesus. laughs> let me let me write that. Overrated. Down. Um, all that. No, joking. Can't <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, he's coming to us this week with uh, his choice of uh, overrated. I start with overrated, Gareth. All right. What you got? What you got I'll for start us? Start with overrated. Um, you know what? I realise this is going to cause some controversy i know for a fact i know for a fact len is going to be furious about this uh and john i suspect you will be too i suspect you will be but you might agree i don't know we'll see um but i think that's the point isn't it with an overrated get on with it to be divisive (laughs) get on with it i think that the pixar classic wally is overrated you get get the fuck out oh, of here. That is one of the best Pixar films ever designed. So Explain yourself. Explain yourself. It is on IMDb, and you know, look, we don't we don't take all of our judgments from IMDb, but on IMDb, it's the highest rated Pixar movie, and I think that's ludicrous. I've got, it's the sixty first best film in the world ever. <laughs> right, right we don't listen to imdb though do we do well we? look that's that's a fair place to say to to get a judgment of how well rated something is it's obviously rated very highly um just for perspective toy story which is a far superior film far superior is ranked 81st at the moment mm. I, um, I i will agree that toy story is better yeah, much better i i think toy story 3 is better too um yeah, I do. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's my favourite Toy Story. I also think Monsters, Inc. is a better film. I think Up is a better film. Heck, do you know what? I'm going to say it. I actually think Inside Out is a better film. So for me, for me, Wally is maybe the fifth or sixth best Pixar film. I think it's, um, I think it's a little bit devoid of of life and i know that's intended i know that's the purpose of the film that's that's the entire premise but a, a pixar film needs life it needs it needs it needs personality it's got the little, flower, look, it's got the little plant wally's wally's yeah yeah well don't get me started oh, on that plant how the fuck is that surviving wally. in space it's some sort of nonsense plant so if that if that plant can survive in space <laughs> that's not evidence that you can go back to earth and they all go oh bloody hell look at that there's a plant we can go back to earth no well no you probably can't because that's a that's an alien flower that there's something uh okay a lot of a lot of information there gareth uh, <laughs> i'll just run through my thoughts you're you're right toy story is is a better pixar film uh i i i think i think toy story is incredible i think toy story 3 is almost perfect as a film i absolutely adore it um Wally is one of my favourite Pixar films. I don't think it's overrated. Um, I think it's a very beautiful film. I think the first like half an hour of that film, there's no dialogue. If I'm right in saying Correct. that, I, I I might be wrong, but there's something just beautiful about just watching uh, Wally go about his daily life, and then this sort of love story that blossoms between um, him and and I can't Eve. remember the girl robot's name. Eve, Eve, Eva. Um, and uh, it, for, I, I, I absolutely adore it. I, I think it's it's cute. I think it's lovable. I think, I, I think you might get a bit like uh, annoyed with it when it it gets a bit 
grandiose. Yeah. Like, you know, when it goes to the ship and there's all these uh, quite annoying human characters yeah. and they are annoying. And I think the most human character is Wally. And I, and I think there's something really beautiful about that. Um, I just adore him as a character and uh, he's in, infectiously cute as well as Eva and their relationship is just beautiful and um, I, I definitely don't think it's overrated. If anything, I'd say it's underrated. I would say, yeah, yeah ignoring the IMDb stuff, but when I speak to people um, on a day-to-day basis about what Pixar films, they're like, Wally never comes up in the discussion and I'm always a bit like... But it's really good. Have you guys seen Wally? And sometimes people are like, I haven't even seen Wally. Yeah. Although, <laughs> what I will say, what I will say, Len, is we live in Australia. It's fucking mental, the films yeah. that these people haven't seen. I, I remember, yeah, I remember true, speaking to people who hadn't heard of Wally. And this was literally about a yeah, year ago. Weird. How, how mad yeah. is that? Sometimes, they, sometimes you're right. They Here they haven't seen, like, they've only watched Crocodile Jungle Dundee. Book. Crocodile Nobody's Dundee watched Jungle too. Book here. It's, it's fucking bizarre. It's yeah. like some sort of weird Skippy. Black, um, like black hole where it doesn't exist. <laughs> What's that, Skip? Yeah. Uh, no, What's yeah, they've, uh, they've only watched... Um, yeah. <laughs> What's Wally? Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, all right, well... Go on, John. I, I'm interested to hear your your score. If you had to bloob Wally, Gaz. Oh, it probably still gets maximum reviews, but... Oh, it it's... gets maximum reviews. Okay. <laughs> No, no, no. So it's, it a, gives it a it's, a four, it's a four blueberry film. And do you know, uh, like, I, I really like it. It's a lovely film. But I think, Len, you've actually, you've actually spoken in, you've articulated exactly my problem with it. That first half an hour with no dialogue is a beautiful little short film. And I reckon it would work perfectly as a 30 minute Pixar short. That would, would be a perfect. It would. Little, it would work very well. Thing. It's not, yeah. it's not a full feature, not full length movie for me. Mm. okay um yeah interesting yeah. Oh, it's funny because it, it could go in the underrated section john quick thoughts on wally yeah i mean i get it i like i i this is the thing with this segment you know we're not saying that you know or gaz is certainly not saying that it's a bad film by any means um i think it's still a five blue but look but you know so, something can be a four blue and be overrated i i, I get it um I would also agree that, you know, Toy Story up. I mean, that first 10 minutes of up is arguably the best 10 minutes of, of yeah, Pixar. But that, it's just, but that works as a short story as yeah, well. It's heartbreaking. Like, you see what I mean? That's that, like that, so sad. So sad. Where up goes is bizarre, but I actually really love it. I really love it. Um, but but like Gaz said, that also is, a, they, they have these vignettes. They do very well, vin- you know, vignettes Pixar do. Mm. Yeah, but, you know, Up up needs the rest of the film. Up needs the rest of the film because if you just ended after that 10 minutes, can't move. <laughs> oh, God, you just end your life. End it all. Oh, down. It's only down from yeah. here. <laughs> See that new Pixar 10-minute shoot? Down. It's really, oh, Minimum. Man, honestly. It's awful. Minimum reviews, yeah. All right, underrated. Cars too. I've, th- I've got a theme here. <laughs> it's uh, fucking hell. It's another. It's a. It's a yeah. It's another uh, animated movie with a robot. In fact, um, Big Hero Six. Nobody talks about it. Yeah, good film. And it's fucking brilliant. Movie. I do. It's a brilliant movie. Um, Gareth, do you know there's a show focusing on Baymax coming out on Disney Plus in about two months' time, which is its own show. Well, let's talk about that in two months. So, you know, just for comparison, right? Again, I know IMDb isn't isn't the the Bible or anything, but it's 
I mean, the Bible is not definitely the Bible. not eight point four for Wally. Overrated and Big Hero six seven point eight. I think that's that's really unfair. Um, you know, it's 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 Disney. It's not Pixar. But yeah, nobody talks about it. It's a film that has got so much heart. It's funny. It's got an awesome vision of the future. Uh, San San Francisco, the city's called, which is cool. Yeah, and like an awesome little cast of characters. And Baymax is a great robot. He's a cracking little chubby fella. Yep. Um, ba, ba, da, da, ba, ba. Yeah, so much personality. Um, <laughs> and that is a film that no one talks about. Like, uh, I know what you're saying. There's, Wally, Wally there's maybe the face again. Get spoken about. But... There's the face again. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> He's showing a picture of Baymax. Uh, if anyone doesn't know who Baymax is, Google it. Yeah. No, don't Google it. Just watch Big Hero 6. Yeah, um, I think you're right, Gareth. Big Hero Six isn't talked about because it's not a Pixar film. So Pixar obviously comes with this huge weight and uh, and sort well, seen the size of him. Uh, cu- kudos does, behind yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, um, I think Big Hero Six is a great film. I don't think it's better than Wally, but what I will say is there's a couple of characters in Big Hero Six who are fundamentally very annoying. Um, uh, you know. I think Big Hero 6 is its strongest when it focuses on its central relationship uh, between the kid and, and Baymax. Come with the kid's name. Jesus Christ. No, um, it's not that, is it? But the <laughs> other... No. New Testament. Uh, but some of the uh, other characters that get little suits around him and stuff is so irritating. And I think that really hurts it. And I think there's too much going on kid's with that film. Hero. But it is hero. lovely. Hero, that's right. The, the film is lovely, um, and, and Baymax is adorable um, <laughs> and huge. You'd definitely give him a cuddle. So, yeah. I do, I, I do think it's underrated, though. I, I will say not a lot of people have seen that film. No. 90% on drunk? Rotten Tomatoes, though. Yeah, I have seen it, yeah. Uh, I'll be honest. It, it, uh, look, it didn't really stick with me. I, uh, it was kind of on in the background, um, and it never really pulled me in. So, I mean, one of the first questions on here, if you just Google Big Hero 6, um, Google is a search engine for anyone that's uh, unfamiliar. Um, the Google. But the uh, the top question on here, so people also ask, is Big Hero 6 hit or flop? Now, excusing the abysmal grammar there, <laughs> um, <it> is, <laughs> maybe there is a, a maybe there's a thing there. Like, is a big hero six hitter or the well, flop? Can I tell you this? When when I was when I was doing my research earlier, um, when I was doing my research for um, Wally, um, I, I I went on uh, the Google the Google dot com as well. It's good, it is. It's quite uh, good. Mm. And one of the one of the questions was, um, is Wally a bad movie? I wonder if it's the same people. <laughs> Well, these questions. Oh, is Wally bad movie? <laughs> or just is Wally bad? Is Wally or maybe bad is Willy movie? bad? That's a different search, and it is <laughs> different um, search. Don't Google that. <laughs> um, all right. Well, th- thank you, thank you, Gareth. I think that is a very interesting, uh, animated, underrated, overrated, overrated, underrated. Um, interesting discussion there. And uh, obviously, listeners, you can get in touch with us on any of our platforms or email us. Uh, let us know what you think about uh, Gareth's bizarre decision making uh, there. But um, that's it for this week. That's it for this week. Um, I want to thank my two 
60 second boys see what i did there for uh for uh joining me today yeah. um i think we've had some interesting discussions i for one will uh finish this podcast and <laughs> start watching uh, emer- emergency right. broadcasts which i'm 100 uh, watching that genuinely now it's you know i will also give weird. this hellbound a chance um but you know the youtube is very accessible uh, is Hellbound on Netflix, did you say? Yep, Netflix. Netflix. It'll be in the top 10, I guarantee it. So overrated. You know, that, like top 10 section now they have. Yeah. Can't wait to bring that to the next overrated, underrated. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> going to be glorious. Oh, Hellbound. What a load of please shit. Do. Yeah, that'd be good. And Arcane. <laughs> <laughs> and a League of Legends story. If, if someone from the podcast group was going to get the decree to be sent to hell... I would want it to be John just to see the change What sort of thing is that to say? You want me to go to hell? <laughs> Fucking hell. That's brutal. That was brutal. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for no, listening I this just... week. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just want to see the shift in your personality. You had to go at Hellbound, so it's going to send you to hell. Don't have a go yeah, at it. No, fair all right? enough. You've been warned. Right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, thank you very much, everyone. I hope you all don't go to hell. I hope you don't get the decree from the angel of death no but instead um, and get on give instead, us a review give us maximum review maximum review maximum do, 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 review do, 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 do. and maximum money via patreon.com forward slash fan critical yes greed sin going to hell no joking anyway <laughs> thank you very much thank you Gaz thank you John thank you lovely listeners thank you to our lovely patreons who we shouted out earlier this episode and <laughs> catch on the next one which will probably be a review of spider-man no way home i believe so get ready to check that out anyway probably yeah it will be all right bye everyone potatoes oh bringing that one back bringing that back underrated